Hey, welcome to How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb, a podcast where we talk about comedians and other performers just not doing well on stage. I'm Luke Fagenbush, and I'm, I'm sitting here with my co-host... Lauren Hutton. Oh, we're taking we're taking thing, things down a notch. We're I'm calm, just, cool, collected, ASMR. I have a I have a certain level of contentment that's just washing over me. Oh I, hell yeah! I don't even I don't I'm not sure what it's. I, I'm glad you found that because you're not a happy person. No, no, and it's I just I've never been next to someone wearing that much velvet before. Oh, blue and velvet. It it's really calming now. Just from our previous intros, people might think you're making stuff up, but I am wearing a full captain's jacket with epaulets. Yeah, I mean, you could even add it to the post just to make, you know, because at this point, I don't think people are going to believe that you You. actually, right, me, because I constantly, you know, misrepresent movies and say things that aren't true. I mean, anytime (laughs) I've said that you're like dressed as the crow or... Right, uh, right, or that we've been riding unicycles or... or... Those are have all been real, but you make shit up like yeah, nobody, yeah. nobody's business. Like, you know, the time I said you had three heads and one of them was doing an impression of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Or uh, I said there was a fake Lauren and there was a fake Lauren. Well, yeah, he's still in the crate. Yeah, but I had to <laughs> dress up like a pirate ship <laughs> captain because uh, we captained a ship with... Uh, I'm not going to land this transition. Nope. Come on, man. Come on. You can land My it. My first mate, Chris Weir. There we go. You tied it in. <laughs> Did I? Chris I mean, Weir is super funny. He he's, is. Oh, we were talking about... He's he's so calm and cool and collected. Yes. We're like, I have no idea what he thinks about me. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's so laid back, you don't know where you stand with him. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, no, you just are that cool yeah. and he was super nice the center of contentment and yeah oneness with your own energy is that where you got that contentment you've been talking about bro i constantly do things i don't know why and then it works out by the end of the intro i don't, I don't know what i'm doing yeah well your co-host does a lot of that but <laughs> <laughs> chris we're super funny he's one of my favorite comedians on the scene yeah. And, uh, also a very talented graphical artist. He's done a lot of posters that you may have seen for shows around here locally. Oh, yeah. Uh, not to mention designs on a particular local t-shirt company. You might be wearing Chris Weir's art and have no idea. He designed my captain's jacket. Not the epaulets. I have to buy those separately. Well, yeah. Those always come separate, like mm. a charger with your phone now. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Topical references. Enjoy the episode. <laughs> Okay, is Sorry this good? You sound fine. Okay, you, good. I've taught you over the course of the last year how to, how to, tough. How to get on with, with the microphone. I will try to... I'm not going to move around that much here. Are you sure? That, yeah. You can move around. Like, Do you want to take a stroll? No, no. Stretch the legs before we get into it? No, if I do start getting more animated, I'll take it out. <laughs> the microphone, right? Not your penis. No, okay. I'll be good. Okay, no, good. We're not going to Louis C.K. in here. <laughs> we'll be fine. <laughs> I like that he like got he replaced Pee Wee Herman for that reference now because that used to be the the, the quintessential take yeah, your dick out in public didn't have reference as on brand a name, but <laughs> no, I guess he didn't. Oh God, do you think that's why he did it? Is that why Pee Wee like? No, I doubt it. I really don't. Yeah, think I think he did it because he was weird and lonely. Have you guys ever been to one of those theaters? 
No, have you? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, by accident. <laughs> by accident? <laughs> yeah, man. New Orleans is weird. Did you stay by accident? No, <laughs> no. I, uh, I didn't buy a ticket. Okay. I don't know how I got inside, uh, but I was drunk in New Orleans, and I thought I was wandering into a bar that was themed like a theater. Yeah. And then I was just like, oh, yeah, you can like, buy popcorn. How long were you there before you realized... Was it just when you walked up and the screen had porn on it? That... Well, no, because like I walked in and then the first realization was that it was not a bar. Okay. And I was like, oh, no, this is an actual theater and mm-hmm. no one took my... T- I'm about to see a free movie. Sick. And then I just went and sat down and did not take stock of the posters that were up in this establishment. Mm-hmm. I was there for the opening credits of the first movie and uh, that was enough. And I was like, oh, this is not what I thought it was <laughs> at all. Yeah. Uh, these names don't sound familiar, and they're all euphemisms. <laughs> Sick. And then on the way out, I was like, "Oh yeah, the posters." It was all literally on the walls as I was walking in, and I just didn't. Do you recall seeing other people in the theater with you? No, totally deserted. Oh wow, totally deserted place. It was like two p.m., like mid afternoon. Nobody was in there. Yeah, it's gotta be a sad time to show up to, uh, you know, a little uh, watch and jack. I can't imagine what the employees thought of me. I had like open wide. I'm like, sure <laughs> that they've seen enough that they've learned not to judge. Yeah, in New Orleans too. I mean, that's facts. gotta like facts. draw some uh, incredible, you know, yeah. clientele. Of <laughs> incredible <laughs> clientele. What a way to to classify a group of people. Yeah, a very specific <laughs> brand of person goes to like the the matinee showing of you know a right. porn theater. Yeah. Literally in New not credible. Like. <laughs> mm. Every person I've talked to about New Orleans, when they were talking about it, they were like, yeah, and then I ended up drinking in a graveyard till like 3 a.m., so apparently if I go to New Orleans, I have to do that. It's pretty common. Well, like uh, the graves, like it's below sea level, so you can't bury people. That's why it's so like above ground, so that's like a thing you don't uh, see in too many places. And I heard it's like really, you know, cool. I mean, a lot of people go to see, uh, what is it, Northside? There's... uh, nice graves out there like a cemetery who goes to just check out graves i know but i think this is more of like a park scenario for north side um i think it's probably a different vibe in new orleans where you're drinking there it's probably like more of like a weird macabre situation but probably you know less or so like when there's a lot more grass and like the bodies are below so you aren't (laughs) like you aren't gonna be like eye level with like okay there's like a fucking skeleton like just right there just vertical or uh horizontal to me that's terrifying right now yeah they had like uh the museum of death out there that people talk yeah. about a lot i think new orleans like the whole like culture of the place is just like tied to death yeah uh in like a in a weird in a fun way. way yeah yeah, yeah they got like way. jazz funerals i've always thought jazz that was fun funerals? yeah that's pretty awesome they'll like they'll like march the casket or whatever yeah. down the street and have some upbeat music right just some trumpets doing little ditties and yeah. stuff how would you want your funeral to go chris man i don't know like i'm not of uh I really don't care that much. Like, I think, right, like, yeah. after I die, I think whatever the easiest way to, like, get rid of me would be, like, that's what I go with. Like, cremation, yeah, I think, yeah. like, Just seems to be... put me in a jar and be done. Yeah, burn me, do whatever you gotta do. Take my uh, vital organs, and I guess uh, try to... Hoard have... them so no one else can use them. Yeah, do not give them to anybody <laughs> that needs them. Those are mine. I am taking those with me. Burn my body. Burn, Keep my yeah, organs. burn the organs in front of a sick child that needs them. <laughs> That's what I'd like you to do. <laughs> Can we get in touch with Make a Wish and start a, a, a secondary foundation you know, we need called a heart Kill or a Dream? Foot? Yeah, go fuck off. It's mine. 
worked hard for that fight. Oh, God. Yeah. Your dad needs a liver? Sorry. There's one here, but it's on fire now. <laughs> hey, you're, you're, we made a teddy bear that's missing the same organ that you need. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> you don't want to have like a big party, everybody celebrating your life and all that jazz? You just want to you know, burn you up and be done? Yeah, I think it depends on when you die. Because if you like, die like a really old person, and you know, if you have, uh, I don't know, if you're not like a dickhead, you'll probably have like, yeah. some people there. But if you die early, right. it'll probably be more of like, okay, you really want to focus on the party angle. Yeah, yeah. But I just imagine like how I would be, you know, at a funeral for like one of my friends, like depending on like when they died. I think it'd be a pretty laid back event. Yeah. yeah. I think uh, it, it would be uh, pretty cool, pretty chill. <laughs> I don't have any specific plans. I think the uh, cremation and probably, you know, standard way of going about it. And yeah. then, you know, cheese and crackers right, and stuff right. like that. Black tie. My, my one thing is always I want an open bar at my funeral. That's the text message I sent my sister before I went skydiving. It's <laughs> like, hey, about to go skydiving. I want an open bar at my funeral. Oh, yeah. yeah. You, can, you can smoke pot wherever. I think that would be like a thing. I would make sure to like you, you can smoke pot wherever. It uh, d- doesn't matter if the establishment says you can't. Tell them to fuck off. So you want. Police officers, <laughs> they cannot touch you. Um, it was my dying wish that you smoke a bowl. Uh, by my casket, That's blow awesome. to my face, blow pot smoke in, in my in my ashy whatever it is. No, I, I want to be cremated, but I want to have a casket. I want you to yeah, dump right. my cremains <laughs> in the casket. I still want to be buried. Right, uh, my cremains. I just want to take up a lot of space. And That's when, what's going to happen. When archaeologists dig you up in a thousand years, they like open the little thing and just smoke comes out. It's still there. <laughs> yeah, and also like a bunch of jewelry that I never wear. Just yeah. like kind of line it up. Like I don't think like it was jewelry cr- that you. Did didn't even have when you were alive go buy some Egyptian jewelry. jewelry that yeah. i stole from like a mummy it's like that's where it was that's how you keep it from the make-a-wish kids you take it out of your nose and you put it in jars and then... yeah i love it i love the the idea that you want to be cremated and you want everyone else to also burn down at your wake like that's that's good parallelism i like that mm-hmm. yeah spread the ashes but it's it's all just from roaches it's... i want to be dissolved Dissolved? Yeah, it's more environmentally friendly than cremation, apparently. Wait, I'm not familiar with this. What is... They take high-pressure water, and oh. they dissolve your body in water as opposed to burning. There's no, like, uh, uh I was imagining like a car wash where you just had that thing go... Yeah, it's just Earl with a power washer in yeah. a room. And, like, a line of cars behind you, and you just pay, like, 75 cents. <laughs> There's a sign, car washing, cre- <laughs> no, not cremation, car washing dissolvement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the dude feeding quarters in at the beginning and like, is there anything yeah. left? Run them uh, through again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I want to be dissolved because I like the idea of uh, a doing something weird that no one else has heard of. Uh, I'm attracted to to that sort of shit. But also, like, you know, uh, they can do things with the water. You know, like you can put it over your dog's food, microwave it, goes down easier. Um, there's other things you can do with the water. Like, uh, they're working on cars that will run on it. Pretty exciting shit. Wait, is it different water? Well, yeah, it's got a person in it. <laughs> why, why does it do things that water doesn't Dude, do? there's all sorts of magic that goes on in the human body. And when you dissolve it in water, it does crazy shit. So is it like a bunch of electricity that's stored in there and some like sort of like carbon that's... Uh... I don't know. I haven't dug into to the science that much. But like apparently when you dissolve a person in water, it just does all kinds of weird shit. Okay, well, let's figure it well, out. People say it's, rocks uh... do weird shit, too, so <laughs> <laughs> I'll wait on the science to come out on that. Yeah, dude. I'm really excited about getting dissolved. 
Mm-hmm. Real, real excited. I I've heard of the tree thing, like the tree pod. Yeah, like, I was yeah. thinking about like yeah. curled up in a little thing and they grow a tree. I don't know if I'd want to do it. You want to you want to turn your ashes into a diamond, Chris? I know a dude with a hydraulic press. We can get it done. No, I don't. I don't, I don't want to deal with. That. I don't want to be wealthy. That's, yeah, that seems like too much of a hassle. I do like the idea of the tree, though. And I was talking to a couple comics about this uh, too, or at least something similar to this about like after you die, something continues to grow on. Like so something as simple as like a show that you did, like you died, but like people are still doing things, like maybe like putting on makeup and remembering lines yeah. for uh, a show that's going on. So there's some sorts of things like where you're leaving your mark uh, in a way, or at least. Something has changed and is continuing to grow after you've passed on. Yeah, continued legacy. Yeah, that's like a, some sort of uh, immortality. Yeah, such, or immortal, whatever it is. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's honestly what I hope for. Like, I just uh, the scariest thing to me is to just be forgotten. Yeah, just nobody like, notices. Yeah, or even not even that nobody notices because I mean, like it. I feel like everyone at this table has loved ones in their lives. And if we were to go today, there would be groups that would be very, very sad. But ultimately, those groups are going to die in like 50 years. And then what happens after that? That's what I'm scared of Mm. is like, you know, in two generations, are people still going to have any references to who I am and what I did? And that's incredibly selfish. And I'm aware of that. (laughs) Well, it's a weird way to think about like how your time exists on Earth and like after or like how you like how long someone has until like their uh, existence expires yeah. entirely. Yeah. And you know, I've thought about that too before when you think about like uh, ancestors you don't really know about who like after their kids died and maybe their kids died, there's no record of them and no one remembers them. Yeah. So they never existed to anyone. Yeah. Their relevance is moot. That super sad quote is like you die two times, once when you die, and the second time, the last time someone speaks your name. Oh, thanks. Now I'm now I'm thinking about the movie Coco. I was just saying, I was like, that's the plot of Coco. Extra sad now. That's an awesome movie. So good. They got the quote from Coco. That was. Dude, the first time that I watched Coco, I cried so fucking hard. It's such a beautiful movie. Haven't seen it. Oh, God. Just spare yourself the tears. It's heartwarming. Just know that. Just okay, feel okay. warmed in the heart, me talking about it. That's mm-hmm. enough. <laughs> but you should watch it, though. It's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, you I don't want to just experience life through me? What? I saw Soul. That was pretty Soul's good. Soul's real good. I haven't seen that one. Uh, Soul is really, really good. Moana. Have you watched that? Moana's so fucking good. If like, you want to cry. Yeah. I mean, that just is the, just out of nowhere off and on throughout right? that movie. These moments of like, oh, the chicken just made me laugh. But yeah, now, it's so precious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it just catches you off guard. <laughs> yeah. The the newest one that they did, uh, the one that had like, uh, oh, man, it, it, the, the people were gay in it, but they never outwardly said they were gay. You Bert know and Ernie? <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! What was it? It was like it was like a dude, and he was gay, and then his friend was gay, and he helped his friend come out of the closet. But it was all basically a giant sure. metaphor. It's a new Pixar movie, and it is so heartwarming that they actually told like an, uh, an LGBTQ story, 
but it's Disney, so they couldn't outright say like, "Yeah, we're queer as hell." Uh, yeah. But like that was obviously I mean, the could, message. But they could, <laughs> but they yeah, it wouldn't sell as well. Uh, the Christian moms that fund Disney and keep them alive would probably we're not be sneak happy. Sneak in and make your kids gay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, and it definitely blew up on Twitter because half of Twitter was obviously like, "This is so great. This is a step forward in the right direction." And then white mom Twitter was like, "This is horrendous, and it's going to make my kids not be I'm, the way I I'm want them glad to be." Yeah. I've never encountered white mom twitter on twitter <laughs> it's just two completely different circles it's a binocular of a Venn diagram. yeah exactly just... exactly <laughs> are you are you a, a twitter aficionado or do you Not tweet aficionado. a lot um no i'll go through phases where i'll tweet like once a day and then oh, i'll yeah. tweet like once a week and then i'll be like oh it's been a month since i yeah. you know, did a tweet and you know it feels like oh, i gotta start tweeting do you ingest a lot of twitter do you read a lot oh, of shit that's i will there? like in the in the morning like yeah. you get on there and check out some news you kind of scroll around if you got any notifications that's kind of fun but uh <laughs> little little pick me up a dopamine in the morning yeah give me a little drop there's a little bell so i'll take i'll take a few bells in the morning <laughs> Take a few bells to the dome. But, uh, yeah, but I don't participate as much as what uh, I probably should. But maybe I participate about as much as what I, I need to. I'd like to yeah. drop the amount of time that I'm on my phone right. sometimes. So what I will do a lot is that I'll, like, make a, a draft tweet and I'll spend, like, a, a minute or so, like, I'm just taking a shit or something. Yeah. I just try to, like, mess around with, like, yeah. uh, a draft and do that, and like eventually, like I'll just send this out tomorrow morning. Yeah, yeah. You know, actually, actually try and craft something as opposed to just like shooting from the hip. Well, yeah, I'll be doing that, and then like some. That's when I'll think of like something extremely stupid and tweet that, and I don't get more reaction than the thing I was crafting. You know, three, yeah, isn't that bullshit? <laughs> like yeah. you, you spend five hours working on a bit, a, a chunk in a in a new thing that you're working on, and some other dumb throwaway line is the thing that gets the big laugh, like. Why are people so stupid? <laughs> yeah. It's always the lowest common denominator, man. It's like the stuff that you're excited about and that you're really jazzed for never gets the reactions that you want. Yeah, some of it is just like a race to be first and kind of yeah. like a race to the most obvious, like the lowest hanging fruit to be the first. I mean, I mean like in to some regard, there's there's that aspect of Twitter where you see these viral tweets yeah. where it's like, okay, this is just ridiculous. Like you could read this thing and then like, in a week, have no idea what it means. It's like right. all so inside uh, culture yeah. to it, and it's not really that funny. And then that's what gets me about Twitter. It's so much about timing it and the event and what people think are important. And it's the concept of like what is trending on Twitter, and that it's this thing where like society is literally tripping over itself because they're reacting to what is trending and then their reactions create new things that are trending and then they're reacting to the reactions of the reactions. And it's just like the internet's chasing its own tail constantly. And it's, 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 you get sucked into that vacuum of like, I have to be on top of what is trending. I have to be the first person to get that low hanging fruit or whatever. And it's not, it's a zero sum game. Cause like, the bubble's going to burst within two days, and whatever whatever thing, no matter how prolific or, or inspiring it is that you said, it's going to be forgotten about because somebody else touched someone in a bad way. Yeah, but if you are someone that can uh, manipulate that algorithm and figure it out and profit yeah. off it some way, go for it. I mean, Absolutely. like that's, that's totally cool. If you're... You know, uh, can figure out a way to have Twitter work in your advantage. Yeah, if you can hack it, by all means. Yeah, but it's hard, and if it's if it's not coming to you naturally, you may not want to beat your head against a wall. Yeah, and not all 
of it is like so much uh, hack, but there's a large element to it. There's like a bunch of, uh, you know. Uh, oh, I didn't mean hack in like the terms of bad jokes, but oh. like hacking the system. Right, right, yeah. right, right. right, <laughs> yeah. right. But uh, yeah, there, there, there can be like hack for jokes sure. too. For like, sure. You get what I'm saying about the lowest hanging fruit being first, yeah, yeah. kind of staking claim to the territory and things that you think will get you know, match up all those pipes, yeah. you know, that gets you right into that sweet spot of like a viral catching thing. So there is, there is a, a, a craft to understanding that for sure. It's a different angle. It's just like anything else. You can be an excellent joke writer and have like an incredibly weird presence on stage. So there's no connection there. You can also be incredibly good at crowd work and not really have any written jokes. You can be really good at Twitter and suck on stage. It's just—it's a different skill set, and it, it'd be—it'd be interesting to like try and make a bot that just takes like the top three trending things and puts them in a coherent sentence, and yeah. sees how far that it will get it. Like, uh, I would love to make I'm that bot bet depressingly far. Oh, for <laughs> sure, for sure. It would like if you made that bot and watched it, you would immediately become sad about your own personal yeah. immediately because it would be. Two thirds nonsense, but it would have all the right words and all the right order, and enough dumb people would click on it because they think they identify with those words. Oh God, it's like, it makes me sad to think about. This is a Thirty Rock joke where he just makes two celebrity references and says something about it. He's like, "What? He's like, oh, that's a robot that we're trying to make to replace you." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's fun. It also reminds me of like the South Park one of uh, when they're talking about Family Guy and doing the manatee thing. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just like that Mad Libs sort of situation or Ad Libs. Yeah, uh, we just like throwing in a bunch of random words into somewhat of a cohesive. Yeah, uh, you know, as long as you can put a period at the end, mm-hmm. send it out. In, uh, there's enough people on the planet and enough of them are dumb that there's 40,000 of them are going to like it. <laughs> do, you, do you have actual material that started on Twitter that you use on stage now? Yeah, but like it's not normally the greatest or it's just something that might be somewhat topical or like right. I, I don't do that a, a bunch. Or at least I don't, I don't find like a lot of the stuff that I've done on Twitter makes it into like... Uh, something I would consider like being into the act. Yeah. It'll be something like maybe like, Oh, I'll try it out because it was making me laugh at the time. And maybe it'll work on stage or maybe it was like, that didn't really work, you know, on Twitter, but this might, you know, work in front of an audience. It's so there's yeah, like the opposite for me. Like the more likes it gets on Twitter, the less it works on stage. And then like premises that didn't do well on Twitter. I'll take to stage and people will be like, Oh, cool. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely like some stuff where it's like, oh, I, I can expand on this thing, uh, but I feel like a lot of times for tweets, it's just like a very finite idea. Yeah. A lot of times where it's just something extremely silly. Yeah. Where a lot of those, like, if I have like a what I would consider like an a expanded a, an idea that I can expand upon, I'm probably gonna be writing that down and have the idea of taking that to the stage first. Whereas Twitter is something; it's can be a different sort of throwaway idea or something that I just feel is silly yeah that might not be something I'm gonna talk about on stage yeah yeah this might be fun but it doesn't really work with you know the what I'm presenting on stage because you you're not a short joke comic your bits are pretty pretty expressed you know you you dig into things um and your storytelling is is something that I absolutely love and it's hard to translate uh, like you said a finite idea into Mm. these tales and these yarns that you're spinning uh, 
I don't know where I was going with that. Luke, do you have anything to say? Yeah, Twitter <laughs> sucks. <laughs> I think we decided it's bad. Yeah, <laughs> Let's Twitter move does on. suck, man. Holy shit. <laughs> Fucking hate Twitter. Uh, I made a TikTok today. Made myself sad. Um, oh, fuck you. <laughs> TikTok. Yeah, yeah. I haven't yeah. ventured into that. You have it's, or have not? Have not. You have not. It's, don't. I don't think I I, I, think I saw will. someone like we're... <laughs> Someone had to leave the room to record a TikTok, and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, okay. And then I like passed outside, and they were like doing dumb dances and reactions. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm never gonna do that. Was but, this like someone around our age, or was it like a child, or was it like? Uh, a... Yeah, it was someone around our age. Okay, you'd be surprised. I would, I would yeah. drop someone's name if they did something terrible before I would drop this person's name because I think this is worse. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> you did just like openly out a borrow in a previous episode, but you're afraid to out the TikTok. If this person killed a dog, I would say that and mention their name before it's like oh yeah he's in the other room recording his dumb tiktok <laughs> we hear a choreographed tiktok is far more shameful than backing over someone's dog psychs himself up and he's like okay okay mm-hmm. hey everybody what are you no stop <laughs> oh but yeah that's God. something if even that's a realm you can uh, get into and figure that out that's awesome but yeah when i think of tiktoks i think of like the younger generation mm-hmm. just uh doing choreography and yeah. weird sorts of yeah. meme look at me situations yeah, yeah. but uh yeah i mean if you can but if you can figure out a way to get some yeah, jokes and stuff like on there if it's go natural for it. to right? you but that's never my first reaction is never i want to go online and post it for anonymous people and i won't know their reaction besides like yeah yeah exactly i i I didn't understand TikTok and I didn't understand the appeal. I made an account forever ago and posted a couple of clips of like me yeah. on stage and stuff. Like, oh, let's see if the internet likes these jokes. And guess what? Uh, mediocre Wildly responses. Successful. Uh, okay, that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it's it's just like people in the room. It's it's like a, a handful of folks are like, yeah, that's cool. But most folks are like, I'll watch anything else. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, and then like a, a younger friend of mine, early 20s, uh, con- doing the same shit. Like, oh, I want to make a TikTok of that. Remind me later to make that TikTok. And I'm like, I don't understand what you were talking. You're making mental notes to create content later. And you're not even like a comic. You're just a person. And I never make a mental note to make content later. And yet I'm supposed to be a content creator? What? <laughs> yeah, writing in your notes on your phone. Make sure to write content. content. <laughs> Joke. Parentheses. Funny line here. Set up. Punchline. So weird, man. Just got to fill in the rest. Yeah. It's just like... That, that the whole thing that like that dystopian future where no one interacts in person anymore everyone's just like oh did you like my profile and that shit like it's never become more real to me than having a 24 year old show me how tiktok works yeah holy shit also her tiktok's hilarious go follow her, her name's dika uh super funny shit oh yeah i know dika <laughs> <laughs> yeah super weird super fun uh i think people's brains are different in that way because i'll get stressed out if i get more than like three text messages in a 30 minute span i don't want notifications on my my phone (laughs) do you guys neurotically go through and like open all of your emails and like go through all of the notifications on your phone so that stupid little number will disappear from the app photo yeah yeah, I knew you did. Uh, <laughs> then, I, then I meet these maniacs who have like 127 notifications. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How do you live? 364 oh, so unopened emails. <laughs> yeah, um, I took 
Facebook. Like I have Messenger on there, but I don't have Facebook on there because it's just like so invasive with yeah. all their stuff and all of their um, notifications are just meaningless half the time. Hundred percent meaningless. So and also like they, I feel like the tracking with it. And also, it, it, I have Instagram on my phone, but when people say like, well, you know, Facebook and Instagram, it's just like it's not the fucking same thing. No, it's not. I, don't, I understand it's by the same company, but it's a far different interface with how it, uh, you interact with it. And also, I'm not getting bombarded with right. notifications on Instagram and fucking Facebook. You don't need that on your phone. No. I'm, there's no need to really check that if you have like the messenger right. on there. That's how people will communicate with you. If someone's yeah. dropping vital information in the comments section of your status update, maybe take them off your emergency contact list <laughs> at the hospital because yeah. it's not a great way to get a hold of somebody. Mm. I guess if you don't have a laptop or something like that. But I feel like most people... We know have a, a laptop or an access to a computer. Right. There's libraries. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you library, go to a fucking library, money. poor people. That's what it is. I'm just slamming poor people. I just don't understand. I don't understand the concept of being poor. Like, yeah, it's just, why don't you just use like yeah. one of your laptops yeah. or tablets? You have a MacBook upstairs and downstairs, right? You, yeah. Well, oh, just upstairs? Not at all? What no. are you? Yeah. All of your laptops broken or one of your, you know, your iPhone 12s? One of them? Yeah. It's, you don't have one? It's crazy that. That was a joke just now, but in like high school, that was a conversation where people were like, "Oh, I'm gonna go by the library and check my Facebook." Yeah, right. It was that, real life. I've then. heard that sentence, and- <laughs> dude. Yeah, I remember like not logging out of my Facebook in the library at NKU, and then just figuring oh, out like God. someone just logs on <laughs> and just just fucks with you and makes like I'm gay. Like yeah, I had one yeah. of those. Like, oh uh, yeah, dude post but yeah that was the thing you said like uh forget to like sign out yeah. of your account on a public computer yep and then someone would make probably a homophobic or almost every time it yeah. was the 90s it was the only joke anyone had in their back pocket yeah uh, <laughs> yeah but uh yeah, i remember that i did i remember do you guys remember addictinggames.com the thing that got banned in every public school library ever. I think so. It's just like little flash games, dude, but it was mm-hmm. like the bane of our librarian's existence. If she caught you like on Like E-Bombs di- World and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Dude, if she caught you on some flash game site, it was like the end of the world. You'd get banned from the library. Mm-hmm. And then your parents would have to come in and like drop down the law like, how is my boy supposed to do his studies <laughs> if he's got no access to a library? <laughs> some genius kid at my high school... Uh, downloaded Halo in a way where it was on every single computer. Oh, shit. Just like the Halo 1 original game. So you could go to any computer and they still hadn't figured out how to take it down when I graduated. That's amazing. Holy shit. It's like, yeah, okay, this is the library. These are our computers. Here's Internet Explorer. I don't know if you've heard of the Internet. if you go through these four folders, if you're cool, somebody will tell you that Halo 1's there, and you can kill a couple hours. (laughs) Do you want to do your book report, or do you want to be Master Chief? (laughs) It's no contest. (laughs) It's when you find out the book report was on, like, a novelization of Halo. I'm just doing research here, man. Mm. (laughs) I know people who read those. They weren't cool. <laughs> you know what's funny? The people that read like uh, like novelizations of the Star Wars universe, those mm. people in high school, every single one of them have a shit ton of money. I don't know why, but like the super Jedi nerds that I went to high school with, all of them went into the tech sector and all of them like developed apps and made like a shit ton of money. 
Yeah, there's definitely some people that, uh, I mean, if you, <laughs> my voice cracked. If you have a, <laughs> if you, we're talking about nerdy stuff, my voice starts cracking. Yeah, there's definitely like. Oh, I remember like, you in high school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's definitely some people that I know that were uh, into, you know, that culture. Yeah. They got into, I guess, like the tech sector that made some money. But there's definitely like some people that, you know, that are like way too into like the nerdy realm. They can't even really communicate well yeah. and socializing is right. like they really bad for them. so they do you know they just bag groceries or yeah. something like that where it's just like they just can't really uh oh. do too much interaction yeah you just reminded me of one there was one there was one super jedi that did not turn out super wealthy uh, oh god he's in jail now that's all i'll say <laughs> uh, that's a sad side of both coins it's i like, know yeah, dude whenever to the dark side <laughs> yeah he did he went to the dark side we all thought he was a gray jedi riding the line but no turns out mm. straight up sith straight up pedophile mm. yeah yeah. People don't talk about that aspect of the Sith enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were also pedophiles. They were younglings. <laughs> oh, God. What's the nerdiest thing about you, Chris? Currently? Um, i trying to think there's any like shows I'm watching that are nerdy. Uh, I mean, I think drawing is kind of nerdy like a bit. Uh, it kind of falls under that umbrella. Yeah. But... Um, oh, you're making you're shit that's guy. not a building, so it's pretty nerdy. Yeah, like I'll work with the. Uh, I started working at a company where we do uh, t-shirt designs, and yeah. so like I'll work with a lot of times anime, and yeah. uh, so I got to figure out like how to kanji alphabet. Yeah, yeah, so I have to do you know, figure out translations of Japanese words and stuff. It's pretty nerdy. <laughs> yeah, so like I'm getting more familiar with that culture yeah. and all these different animes. Are you a full blown weeb yet? I don't even know what that means. Okay, so no. <laughs> okay, yeah. So I don't even like watch uh, anime. I, I did for a while. Like I watched. It was uh, Dragon Ball Z. Hell yeah, that's where that's we all got like started. What, yeah, Toonami baby. Yeah, that's so that yep. uh, I was watching that, and then like Pokemon. But that was like kind of you know uh, towards the end of well i don't know pokemon is so different than like a lot yeah, of yeah it's more stuff. just like a animated cartoon that was like a, an easy step into that culture yeah at that time yeah. um but yeah there's no like real anime that i watch but that was the only only stuff i did okay are you, you're a sports guy though right yeah for the most part like i like I watch baseball. I played a lot of sports. I think baseball is the nerdiest sport of them all. It's all statistics. Mm. The whole sport is just like, well, what happened last time? Mm -hmm. Run the numbers. <laughs> yeah, there's that side of it, and that's become more of a cultural swing um, with like younger generations looking more into numbers. And you know, even like when you hear like older announcers being like, "Hey, I'm not really a numbers guy." You know, did the ball yeah. go out or not? I don't even know how fast it went. It's like it's just an additional thing. It's like we have this additional information. It's, it's interesting to know. Yeah, you know, okay, yeah, ball was homered, but. How far did it go out? It got hit how fast? 118 miles an hour? That's right. crazy. You know, yeah, yeah, so yeah. knowing that information, there's definitely that nerd culture to it. And a lot of people, a lot of nerds, uh, have made a bunch of money yeah, being statisticians have. and figuring out how to, you know, pair people together yeah. for the best uh, possible uh, outcomes for that. So there's definitely a big uh, the money ball guy. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. cool. 
<laughs> Luke's on I board was so now. proud of myself for knowing a baseball thing. Mm-hmm. That's a good movie. It is a good movie. Like Jonah Hill was absolutely phenomenal in that shit. Yeah, he's a really good actor, dude. I think there's a connection between people that have really good comedic timing and their connection to being able to portray dramatic roles. I agree with that. Because there's a I've, big crossover. Yeah, there. I've always heard it was easier for actors to go from comedy into dramatic roles than the other way around. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, know, unless <clears throat> unless like the actor are playing like a completely serious person like yeah. where they can kind of like anchor like the actual like comedic focus yeah you know uh but yeah when you see like someone who's really good at uh comedy being able to do dramatic emotional roles it's like well yeah that person knows the depths of a lot of things yeah. you know you know especially like really dark comics yeah. at least can be i mean some like comics don't know how to you know, not do something with without a microphone in their hand. There's right. like there's those people, but yeah, seeing like an actor try to do like be genuinely funny, yeah, like that what they're doing is hilarious as opposed to like no, you say these lines and yeah. say it like it's not supposed to be funny. Yeah, yeah, make us cry. You've you've spent twenty five <laughs> plus years trying to get one reaction out of every every person that you've ever performed to, mm-hmm. but now there's just a bunch of people just holding boom mics, probably hearing like that's too fucked up, that's too sad. Don't yeah, do that on stage, <laughs> and you're like finally they want it. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Why didn't I try doing this my whole life? Yeah, yeah, dude. I mean, like Robin Williams, Jim Carrey, uh, uh, fucking um, what's his face? Uh, I think Bob Odenkirk. Yeah, Bob Odenkirk's yeah. a big one. Uh, have you seen uh, the action movie that he did recently? No, I heard about that. Yeah, Nobody. Uh, yeah, I saw that. Is it good? I have high hopes. It's fun. Okay, it's cool. fun. Um, it's people compare it to John Wick. I'm not sure if it exists in like that sort of I've seen universe there, or whatever, yeah. but uh, it, it's just a fun movie. Hell yeah, word. I, I enjoyed it, but it was also at a time where. Um, going out to the movies was like not really happening still yeah, yeah. so it was just like you had to rent it out and i'm not sure if that's like still going on at some places so it was just me and a handful of dudes you Hell know yeah. watching so you're eating popcorn it's an action film you're like yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. that's the best getting way to punched that in the face yeah i got to watch uh godzilla uh versus kong like whatever the latest one yeah. was and that was fun that's a really fun movie like mm-hmm. i i enjoyed the hell out of that this whole crossover where they're allowing you to watch certain movies on the hbo max app as a opposed to going to the theaters that was like a godsend for me because i don't like to leave Mm -hmm. Um, sometimes i do wish i lived here so i didn't have to leave to do this (laughs) podcast yeah Uh, (laughs) but yeah dude like the 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 movies that have been coming out of that have been really fun uh nobody uh godzilla versus the new suicide squad is fucking ridiculous have you seen it no i don't think i don't think it's gonna be what i'm gonna see i will give you my hbo login (laughs) you can do that (laughs) I am not going to stop you. He's not going to watch the movie. He's just going to go back and watch Friends. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to keep watching all, only things I've seen before. Exactly. And I'll act like I've seen the movie and talk to you about it. And it's, right. it's completely obvious. I, it's like, yeah, man, I don't I've think Spider-Man is going to make it. <laughs> I start talking to you about the shark guy. and you're When like, they There's started committing yeah. suicide, I was yeah, a when did they shocked. Do that? <laughs> I should have expected that. I really should have seen that. It's like, what, seven reasons why? How many people are in that movie? (laughs) (laughs) I think, no spoilers, but I think more than seven people die in the cold open. Yeah? It's a good movie, dude. It's a good movie. Like I said, I'm going to give you my HBO shit before we leave. I'm not even joking about it. Oh, yeah? If you don't watch it, 
we're not friends anymore. Okay, okay. Chris is like, I don't even know we were friends before. I might be willing to take that risk for not seeing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Looks like is that deal on the table for me? I'm tired of doing this hey, podcast. I will continue yeah. not to see Suicide Squad. <laughs> Oh shit! Oh, I just thought of uh, an anime that I actually just watched. Oh, recently. Hell yeah. it was for work. I was watching it. It was uh, from from Studio Ghibli. I'm not sure if yeah. you're familiar with yeah. that realm. Uh, My neighbor Totoro. One of that's the a- classics, dude. One of the classics. And I was familiar with some of the artwork. Yeah. Um, but I had never seen it before. That was a really Bro. sweet, heartwarming, yeah. moving film. And the Studio artwork Ghibli's is gorgeous. Amazing. Like hand-painted designs, uh, really classic hand-drawn art style. Uh, but like the guy that does that, I can't ever pronounce his name correctly, but he, uh, um, My Neighbor Tortoro, um, uh, Princess Mononoke, yeah. uh, uh, Spirited, Spirited Away. Away. And Howl's Moving Castle, those four in particular, bro. My sister showed me one. We were talking about movies that like made us cry. Yeah, there's one called Grave of the Fireflies. Yeah, ever heard of that? Very good movie. It's just it's okay. There's some kind of supernatural kind of magical stuff in it. There always is, but it's (laughs) mostly two kids whose parents died in World War II slowly starving to death hell yeah <laughs> it's brutal my yeah. sister's like oh i'm like spirited away how's moving castle it's magical yeah, and close. fun and yeah i got to see well pastel colored artful pictures of burnt dead bodies oh my it god was dude. not what i was expecting it's still good, i gotta watch that but yeah i've heard of it i haven't seen it <laughs> like and suicide now I want squad to. nope i'm into that though <laughs> yeah <laughs> a nice pastel of a dead rigor mortis body yeah. well, you're an art guy it makes sense yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you draw someone's mom who is mostly burned like <laughs> not all the way not all the way just a little crispy yeah. medium well body how much skin is left <laughs> is it on her face what kind of expressions can we get <laughs> jesus christ in pain mostly yeah right <laughs> mm-hmm. what's the most fucked up thing that you've had to draw for money hmm for money, I'm not sure. I mean, I've definitely like painted nudes before, but I, I don't think I've done any nudes as a commission. As a, as a commission. Or just as, like for your collection, yeah, just for my personal collection. <laughs> uh, a lot of people that don't know about it, you know, They're uh, all of Billy Devore. Yeah, all of Billy, all of Billy. Why are there 72 blurry pictures of Billy Devore? Why are these all phone? out of focus? I'm trying, man. I'm gonna get a bigger lens. A lot of bushes in the foreground. Uh, <laughs> Why are these all in night vision? <laughs> Um, I can't think of like something I had to do that was really bizarre. Do you turn down stuff? There's stuff I turned down just because I didn't want to work with the person, or I just felt, or at the time, like it's like I have too much stuff going on, or that person's just going to be a hassle. Uh, So yeah, sometimes I've definitely turned down things mostly because of the client. Yeah, I mean, I think that would be the number. I mean, when you're an artist and you're trying to, you know, sell your work. Turning down work probably isn't a great strategy for <laughs> yeah, yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'd imagine the only reason you wouldn't is if it's just not worth your time because of the person. Like, yeah, and I try to be pretty reasonable too, yeah. like with the what I'm charging. But uh, yeah, sometimes talking to that person and interacting yeah, is not, not worth, worth the time. Plus, if you know, like you've worked with the client before, and like I've run into this with like editing audio for folks. Like, yeah, I gave you a quote for this amount, but you've sent me back seven different corrections that you want. So now this one hour project is turning into a 14 hour project. Oh my God. I just worked with someone recently who like everything kept 
changing. Yeah. It's like, okay, we'll do X, Y, and Z. You, and then we'll figure out about A and B later. But let's take care oh, of God. these things. Like, that's how, like, I'm setting up, like, how we're going about it. So there's parameters of, like, different scenarios that we could get into. Yeah. And then everything keeps morphing around as we're going. It's like, dude, I'm doing so much extra work right, right now. And we're not even touching on these things that we agreed upon. Yeah. So it's just like... Yeah, it stopped after we got like uh, past like the first project. Yeah, yeah. so it's like can't okay, we're not wheels forever. If it's not something that you're passionate about and that you want to do for the sake of doing it, no. Yeah, like, and it just was for sure not worth the time. I used so. to do freelance writing. Oh, there yeah. were these projects where it would just be somebody who's like, "I want to make a novel. I've got this great idea, ghost pool player." Let's go. And it would just be like ghost pool player, like billiards. Yes, yeah. And what? I'd like send him a page of something, and then it would just be an hour long conversation. It's like, yeah, I really dig the idea. Really dig what you're doing with my vision. It's like you gave me ghost pool player, <laughs> and I'm just trying to make something. And then a lot of text where it's like, hey, sorry, car needed fixed this month. Here's a picture of the receipt and it's like okay i can't oh, do this jesus for... yeah fuck yeah. that noise man <laughs> fuck that noise but i mean that's like that's the plight of being a gig worker whenever you're doing yeah. anything freelance like you're gonna run into people that don't understand the market that they're getting into yeah <laughs> need to have up charges for uh and this is what i i yeah. made a mistake and i didn't put that in place because i yeah. really anticipated this project going well and it just Everything about like the relationship changed right. after like the first uh, or second like encounter. Yeah, uh, but have fees after like so many uh, edits. Yeah. yeah, and that's something so that I didn't important. put in place for this project, yeah. and I was. It really came back. It'll to bite ruin me. you. It'll yeah. ruin you if you don't put those safeguards up. I, I did a project for this guy that wanted a song written for his daughter's birthday. His daughter raps lyrics he had a video of her rapping and he wanted someone to make a song to the lyrics okay so using the audio from his camera phone mm -hmm. and adding that into a track that was made it was for her birthday they were paying two hundred dollars how old is she third birthday okay <laughs> pretty easy wow. to make a three-year-old happy I spent four hours on this. The initial track was made in 20 minutes. I sent it to him and I said, I can add other effects to make it sound more professional, but this is the framework that we're working with. And he said, she doesn't like the style. The style? <laughs> what, I, what do you mean? Are you, what is she talking? The style? She's not even sure about sounds at this point. She's a fucking child. The next thing I sent him was a country song. <laughs> and he said, that's not what I paid for. The next thing I sent him was an email saying, you haven't paid me yet. Yeah. And then I sent him another song that was more in like a trap style thing because he didn't tell me what he wanted. He just said, not that. Yeah. And so I sent him the trap thing and then he was like, okay, that's closer. Can I hear what it sounds with the audio? And I sent it to him and he goes, why does her vocal sound so bad? And I said, you sent me a recording that was done on an iPhone 4. Mm -hmm. That's why I did the best I could. Mm -hmm. He was like, well, I'm not paying $200 for that. I was like, no, you're you're not, you're not. Have a good day. <laughs> yeah, that sucks when you have things so go weird. south and you don't do those things like at an initial like fee or something. Yeah, dude. So sometimes something. It, it's really difficult to uh, navigate that sometimes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, enough of that. That probably wasn't interesting to anyone except me and you. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I'm sure it was helpful to somebody. Yeah, yeah, somebody. If anyone's doing gig work, we can point them to this. this episode. Yeah. A lot of people are doing gig work these days. I think a I lot think. of people yeah. are. Uh, Just start your graphic design career. That's yeah. the takeaway mm-hmm. right now. Have you done any wild shows recently? Yeah, let's talk about comedy for a little bit. (laughs) Wild shows. Yeah, I mean, there's been like some, I'm trying to think of like crazy shows, but there's been some like fucking bombs, I guess, or like not really enjoyable ones. Oh, I'm sure. Did you do any Zoom shows over the pandemic? Yeah, I did. Of course I, I did a handful. I think I did about five of them. How many of like were these just like open mics that were on Zoom or like actual booked Zoom? Shows? No, they were booked. Well, I think I did do like maybe an open mic, like one of the first ones where it was like very much like uh, we were still very naive about yeah, like yeah. how long this was like month two, I right, think, right of like Instagram with Go Bananas or something like yeah, whatever, like the first one where it'd be fun. Yeah, and it was let's all see each other again. Yeah, yeah. 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 But uh, then like eventually, yeah, I did like a handful of book shows, and they you know they were what they were. Right. I feel like I got some laughs, got some like fun stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, trying to put myself in the people's shoes that are sitting down watching this on their laptops yeah. and their couch and trying to make it entertaining, a little goofy. Yeah, right. So I hammed it up a little bit and I was doing like some fun slap sticky <laughs> stuff. Like you I kind of ha- have to. Yeah, like, yeah. If you don't lean into what you're doing, what it's not going to work at all. What did you do that was slapsticky because that's usually not you what, um, <laughs> the, I did this a couple times um, where you'd pass it off to the next comic and so it goes from normally it'd be like the host like normally it would be like Wayne typically yeah. would bring up the next comic so at one yeah. point there would be I think two screens right. involved or something and like some people did have a microphone that they would use um, and so I would have Wayne, whoever the host was, I would have the mic. I was like, hey, could you pass that off to me? And so I'd tell oh. them to pass the mic to say, stick your hand out of frame. Right. And so oh, what I would do, I'd reach my hand out of frame, but I had like a dog toy. So it was like this big stuffed <laughs> carrot so it's like this orange carrot and so i'm pulling it back i'm like yeah so anyway that's fine and it I always like got that. and then i act pissed off like you, you gave me the carrot <laughs> the old carrot trick that's awesome yeah man. so that would be fun that's fun like that's probably the first good idea i've heard yeah. out of a zoom show mm-hmm. where you're actually using the format to your advantage as yeah. opposed to mm-hmm. just being like well, this sucks and it's weird. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! Well, uh, Future Science, we did something. Oh my god, the tech. We had technical issues. I watched yes. part of that. Oh my god, that was fun. I can't believe that you stuck around for that because I listened to it later and yeah. like heard like there was like a triple echo. Yeah. That was going on that we didn't have resolved and we weren't really understanding and like real time it was hard to I like. I did yeah. see that. I was on psychedelics, so I didn't know oh what part God. what part was a fuck up and what part was just my brain. But oh, either wow. way, I had a great time. That was a good show. Yeah. I mean, half the time I wasn't even looking at my laptop; I was staring at the wall. But no, yeah, my goodness, that was difficult to to listen to if if you got that triple echo. But there was some stuff like the videos that we got to do because we were throwing those in. But yeah, we did like try to do like some Zoom. Yeah. Like we were live together, yeah. but yeah. we were having issues with the audio coming out uh, in triplets. <laughs> I mean, that's always a fun thing whenever you're trying to produce anything live or even just trying to get something on the internet is it's like, well, what what do I need to know? Do I need to know about like microphones and that's it? Or do I also need to know about like microphone interference v- via streaming? Because it's a whole different fucking thing. Oh, yeah. And like, mo- like there, I, I, just think about how many people 
spent money on shit that they don't know how to use during quarantine and then just put out half ass stuff. I'm not trying to say the future science is half ass. No, that's, that's great. Slam the mic. <laughs> <laughs> I hope this whole recording is fucked up. Like, as you're saying, it's just scratchy. Like, levels are all off. Oh, so you've listened to the podcast before. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> oh, shit. So, obviously, you know, the show is about bombing. So yeah. Do you have, like, one quintessential bomb story in mind? trying to think of a quintessential bomb like i've had some moments like recently um like i was at chameleon like we're doing and i, I love chameleon but love like get, like getting people out to that uh weekend show has been kind of uh difficult yeah it seems like yeah um uh, and i had some people like come out to the show like one person being my old high school art teacher what i know and then um another person from high school that wasn't like a that much of like a close friend, kind of like an auxiliary sort of. Yeah. Peripheral friend. Yeah. 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 And then that was pretty much it for like one of those shows and a couple of their audience members. And then I had another show where my uncle came out and there's like very few people. And it's just like, you're in that room. It's not really that great when there's just like a few people. And then when it's someone like your high school art teacher, where you want to see them. Yeah. uh, That you want them to see you succeed as well as being in like if it was at like a go bananas or a club right you know when it's packed and they see you like doing these jokes and then instead when you're up there just like getting the flop sweats being like normally there's people and it's like way better because like seeing you having to do comedy with like no audience is like watching like a, a like a professional professional wrestling match when it's just one person in the ring oh yeah and when you have to still yeah. do the moves but there's no rebound of like laughter yeah uh, like coming back or at least not what you would expect like, even like in a room of four people when all four people are laughing it's, it's not gonna register. it sounds pathetic yeah. <laughs> yeah so at least going through like those moments of like a fresh feeling of like being on stage Doing like what you feel like you should be doing, but knowing it's just like this is miserable. This is miserable, and those shows start late so much too. But uh, I mean, that was kind of like uh, uh, an uncomfortable situation that I had to go through. But uh, as far as like a fucking uh, really bad bomb that stands out, yeah, there kind of has to be an audience for there to be a bomb. I don't think you can count a bomb if there's like you know less than six people in the room <laughs> it's like that's not a bomb you just talked for a while oh, no uh, uh i remember um this happened actually uh, not that long ago it was uh, pre-covid this was uh at go bananas there was uh, a comic like one of her first times being on stage and so was, there was a lot of people yeah um and she was doing she was doing well she yeah. was doing good but uh was doing something that uh, a lot of first timer comics do is that they don't see the light and they don't know yeah. how to close the set. Right. And so they, they were, you know, giving her the light, giving her the light and she's gone like well over a minute and a half over and they have to like cut off the mic. And, and I'm it's always awkward for like the overhead mic to be like, okay, get off stage next. Yeah. Time. Yeah. And, um, and I'm the next comic and I'm also, I was kind of like helping to run the show too. Okay. So, she brought most of the audience. Her mic gets cut. I immediately go up on stage 
as kind of I, I kind of feel like I I'm associated with Go Bananas at this point. Right. But like she did a good job, and so I try to get her back up. I was like, hey, just come back. I was like, she she did so like I wanted to do like, hey, yeah. give her a round of applause. She did so because I thought it was like an, she felt like a little embarrassed. Right. That's what I felt. So I wanted to make sure she got like a clean off the stage applause because it was very confusing. Yeah. To the audience, but what happened was is I'm trying to get her to stay on stage, and she's a little bit uh, heavier, and she goes to kind of like move down, and she kind of like hurts herself and makes a weird noise, like a, ah! you know, like a audible. Oh no! I'm hurt, and it, and I'm trying to get her to stay on stage with me to like, hey, give a round of applause for so-and-so. So and, it, it looks like you're assaulting her on yeah, stage. It, it, <laughs> yeah. It, 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 looks like I, it looks like I shut her mic off, went up on stage, whispered something in her ear and hurt her leg, and then made people applaud as I'm doing it. And there's, I see faces just like, what are you doing to my girl? And then so that ha- and that's how I start this set. Jesus Jeez, don't go over time at Go Bananas. They yeah. not they fuck around break with your kneecap you. <laughs> yeah, and so then she goes off stage, and then I try to go into jokes, and like it was not happening, nope. dude. And that so that was a room of people. Just vi- I felt vi- they were hating me. Yeah. I could feel it. And yeah, jokes were not uh, not well received. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a room full of people just. I'm sorry, I burped into the microphone a little it's bit. Fine. <laughs> but that was a bomb. Yeah, that that yeah. was something I had to sit through, and it was of my most of my own doing. Yeah, but it was, it was your own doing, but it wasn't necessarily your fault. That's the weird thing. Like you made that happen, but I don't necessarily think you did something wrong. I thought I was being super empathetic, yeah. and I was going to be the good guy. Yeah, of nah, being no, like being able to like, hey, fuck that guy using you on the light. You know, I'm gonna tell you know, give <laughs> her a round of applause. Fifteen up here. What are they doing? Yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah. You do my time. You do my time. Dude, if you if, tried to be a good guy and you ended up just coming across as the man. I thought I like I tore her ACL or something. So I felt I felt so bad. And she was she was funny uh too. So I mean and I talked to her after the show, so I okay, think it wound up being uh, fine. Was she okay? Did like how bad did she hurt herself? She was okay, but it okay. was one of those noises where, and it was a step down too, yeah. like where I thought, and I've seen people before, like fucking blow out their knee or something, yeah. like trying to do something like a little funky, and that's why I thought initially happened is that she blew out her knee. Jeez. It was just like a weird noise, yeah, to hear, and then like that's exactly where my my mind went to. Can you do the noise again? I think it was like. Ah! <laughs> Yeah, like that would softer, turn me off as it, an audience member. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was uh, that was uh, not a fun set. That's that's. I mean, I don't even know what you could have done yeah. in that situation How do you to fix try it? to recover. Like, you- man, I should have. I mean, I could have talked about it more. But at the same time, I think I was doing like either the check drop spot uh, or, and I think I was bringing up. Yeah, there was de- there was definitely a comic. That was another reason too. It was like I need to somehow do jokes. And I know I'm not going to win this, or like I'm not going to try to win this crowd over. There's another comic coming up. Whatever, I'll be I'll be the heel for uh, okay. a little bit, and that, and also too, by no means was that going to be an easy dig out of. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it was also something that's like, okay, I'll I'll take this one on the chin. This yeah. is this is I I deserve this for something. Maybe not for exactly that, <laughs> but I did something else 
earlier in the week that I'm sure I, I yeah I I've been around this. long enough. There's red on my ledger somewhere. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone's cashing in something. This is a uh, karma. Jesus, man. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't. I I gotta commend you for recognizing in the moment that like there's not a whole lot I can do for me right now. All yeah. I can try to do is reset the show for the next person. Yeah, that's that's big because like most people are so uh, just involved in their own headspace when they're up there to to even acknowledge or be able to acknowledge like well i hope i can make this better for the next dude and then some yeah. people will be so dead set on getting a crowd reaction that they go way out and get angry and then right. ruin the next three sets exactly they from... dig the hole deeper like yeah. that's and that's just like emotional reactionism but reaction is that a word i'll yeah. take it word sick we're Shakespeare in this bitch. We're making new <laughs> shit. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Uh, Chris, do you have any parting words for our audience? Um, what do people normally say? Is it like prolific? I leave this as open-ended as possible. They Some people give say advice. that after we ask. Yeah, yeah well, normally they ask for clarification. Do, uh, yeah. I'm weird and bad at asking <laughs> questions. <laughs> um, I don't know. Try to be more positive. I'm trying to get my mind out of negative spaces, trying not to spend what time I do have uh, devoted to time that takes me away from uh, happiness or some sort of... Uh, you know, prosperous situation where I'm developing. So try not to get angry at what other people get. I think try not to be a jealous comic. Try to focus on what makes you happy and enjoy the time that you are on stage. And there's so many opportunities for times to complain in comedy. And I'm also partially telling this to myself to be a better person. (laughs) Right. Uh, Try not to be a negative comic around other people except maybe on the car ride to shows with comics that's that's really fun but yeah, ha- have it yeah, out there yeah. no yeah just try to be uh you know uh, a supportive comic of your comic friends hell yeah hell yeah it is super positive yeah I, I appreciate cool. you doing the podcast in spite of you trying to do all that stuff with your life <laughs> <laughs> hey thanks it was fun it was a good time thanks for listening everybody